Hey guys, if you've been tuning in over the last couple of months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. What I love about the Game Time app is seeing the panoramic view from the seat I'm going to purchase. And then it's only two taps to check out. Well, now Game Time is hooking you up for the holidays with a $10 credit. Here's what you do download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Ticket section of the app, create an account, then under the billing section, redeem code The Athletic. Once again, that's The Athletic, all one word for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money, guys. Credit is only available to the first thousand people who redeem the code, and it expires at the end of the year, December 31st, 2019. So make the move fast and score some last minute deals on tickets. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Reverse flush and ain't that a smooth one. This all goes, and I hope I have no friends. And his response was, I'm sorry, I just wanted a frosty. I want Tyler to know his ass should have got thrown out. If I was a ref, I would have tossed his ass. How dare you? And welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Friday, everybody. Got a super short week because of the holiday. I hope everyone got everything they wanted for Christmas uh, or whatever holiday you may be celebrating. But I'm your host, Dave DeFore, joined as very, very often by my man, Trayvon Edwards. Trey, you know we're doing the ding because the games are not good. (laughs) Dave Kerr's back. It's cool, though. Actually, the game's rounded out to decent at the end so i won't i won't put the curse too much on you but i will say it was a rough night well we're gonna try to leave that curse in 2019 uh along with rob lopez here in a couple of days coming up on today's daily ding we've got double overtime in sacramento that nobody asked for Mello goes down in a blaze of glory and we found out that the nets really need kyrie irving but first trey Luca is back. Guy looked like he didn't miss a game. Mavericks beat the Spurs in Dallas 102 to 98. Luka Doncic first game back since he sprained that ankle. And uh, Greg Popovich thinks he's Magic Johnson. Trey, I, I mean, it's pretty close. <laughs> right? He's 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 nah, he's just uh he's Matt Harpering trying to beat Magic Johnson, but um Overall, like this dude's just damn good, man. I don't, I don't know what else to say, but compliment and shower him with all the all the praise. You know, didn't need too much effort, but this team is actually helping too. You know, Delon Wright, Jalen Brunson, they were knocking down threes. They were doing it all, just giving just absolute headache for the Spurs. Yeah, um, uh, this team, the construction of this team based around Luca is pretty perfect. Dwight Powell is such a great pick and roll partner for him. Uh, Porzingis, when he eventually shoots, I mean, he's not shooting yet. He had 13 points tonight, four of 15 from the field. Uh, but eventually if he shoots, that's kind of the perfect, if, if you're going to have an inside out game, it's going to be pick and roll with Dwight Powell, Porzingis spot ups. And, you know, they mentioned it tonight uh, on the broadcast that, you know, Porzingis needs to post up. It should be noted. He's like ninth percentile in points per possessions in the post. He is an awful post-up player. Don't post him up. Take him out 
you know, 23 feet and, and actually use the fact that he can shoot for some spacing. So that just needs to go away. But, but really the story tonight, Luka Doncic, 24 points, 10 rebounds, eight assists, first game back from the ankle, uh, the sprained ankle. And, and you could see he labored a little bit. Uh, Carlisle let him play through it and he was still making plays even after it looked like he tweaked his ankle a couple times. Well, to piggyback off your commentary about, uh, you know, the post-up stuff, Rick Carlisle left a quote that said a post-up is not a good play anymore. It's just not a good play. It's just not a good play for a seven foot three guy. It's a low value situation. So no, he doesn't agree with the TNT broadcasters that Christophe Porzingis needs to post up anymore. And, you know, he's right. I mean, you're not really using those guys. And then Magic, the, the Mavericks uh, have um, pretty much scored 100 in less possessions without even using the post-up. So whether it's, you know, you can argue, I mean, those guys are, have done what they've done, but the game has changed. And using KP outside the out the paint creates a driving lane for those wings like THJ and and Luka Doncic and DeLon Wright. So, yeah. And, and on the other, the other side, the Spurs continue to struggle. They're now 12 and 18 on the season. DeMar DeRozan led the way 21 points for them. Blow uh, it up. 17 points. And uh, Rudy Gay had 18 off the bench. Blow uh, it up. It's a team that just doesn't really ha- uh, fit. Uh, I would say they don't have an identity, but they do. I just don't think it's, you know, a 2019 NBA identity. And, and that's a problem. And, you know, they've got all these young guys. This team doesn't make trades during the season. And I'm not trying to get banned from HEB, but it's definitely time to make a decision. Send DeMar to Orlando. Send LaMarcus Arders to Phoenix. And go on about your happy life. In Utah, the Jazz defeat the Blazers 121 to 115. Uh, Trey, this one was a blowout for the majority of the game. And then all of a sudden, Anthony Simons comes up big. Yeah, I wish, I honestly wish the Blazers would have won. So, like, all the people that quit on the game could wake up like, what the hell? But um, yeah, they fell short. But Anthony Simons and Damian Lillard, you know, rounded up to, to, to lead a comeback and it got really close and obviously you know hero ball got in the way the game was decided by three points where Carmelo Anthony decided that he could take a three-point shot over the two-time defensive player of the year Rudy Gobert and it just didn't happen so I'm curious to see how that locker room is Dame's really not vocal about that or throwing his teammates under the bus but that was really a bad possession that, you know, you went away from the hot hand. Dame had just hit a three before to put them, you know, in the position to where they are. And, yeah, it just wasn't a good look for Melo. Well, I mean, you mentioned the hot hand. Dame and CJ and Anthony Simons down the stretch were huge. They were going back and forth with, with Utah. Um, Donovan Mitchell was incredible in this game had 35 points, seven assists. I mean, Joe Ingles with the super hot start winds up hitting six threes for the game, 26 points, but to go away from Dame and CJ in particular, who were making plays, hitting threes, uh, you know, getting baskets, opening things up for everyone else, you know, in the last few minutes, I, I just thought that was pretty inexcusable in particular, the way he did it. He basically isoed Gobert up top and was stonewalled 
I, I and then tried to get the foul, you know, and, and I just thought that was that's one of the worst hero ball shots. I don't know this season probably. Yeah, that just wasn't that just wasn't the shot that Terry Stotts probably would have wanted, especially when you have CJ wide open and and maybe let Dame create something like that to get the space, but not mellow. The shot attempt, he can't shoot that. It, I, it's been a long time since he's made a shot like that over a guy like Gobert who can actually move his feet and is like very lengthy. So it's interesting that he thought in his mind that he could get that shot off. Everyone knows I hate the screen assist, but it is time that I respect the jazz on this show. Uh, Rudy Gobert mopped the floor with Hassan Whiteside in this game at every single, every single possession. He just destroyed him when they were on the court together. Gobert finishes with 16 points, 15 rebounds. He only had one block, but he alters so many shots. I mean, it's massive for this defense. Yeah, Dave, but the story of the game for me was uh, Donovan Mitchell. You know, he pretty much was dominant majority of this game. Normally, he's a guy that just gets up tons of field goal attempts. This time he was efficient, was able to find guys and, and make the right plays and, and will his team to a victory. Um, and we also got to see, you know, uh, Jordan Clarkson remix the Greg Ostertag throwback. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, when Mitchell's cooking like he was – uh, last night, it it brings those Dwayne Wade comparisons to mind because it's it's very similar. Now, obviously, he shoots more threes than than Wade ever did, um, but his ability to get to the basket to get guys off balance. And if he adds if he adds a legit fadeaway, uh, we're gonna hear that Dwayne Wade stuff even more. He was fantastic. And now we've got our Christmas Day recap. Hope everyone enjoyed all the games. It was a lot of fun sitting around having beverages. Uh, the Celtics defeat the Raptors in Toronto, 118 to 102. The Sixers defeat the Bucks, 121 to 109 in Philadelphia. The Warriors somehow beat the Rockets. Trey, if you're the Rockets, you consider yourself a legit finals contender. How do you drop a Christmas Day game? This is not like a Tuesday night, you know, throwaway game in February, March, Christmas Day. How do you not go into to uh, Chase Center and beat this G League team? Lack of focus. And I think that kind of carried on. Um, ideally, you know, Harden was on fire for Phoenix, went to Sacramento and just did not. You know, he wasn't there. Like in the arena, he literally just was spaced out. And then I think the same approach came in when he, you know, when he played in the Christmas game. So, again, those are the games that you have to win. You can't drop, even though it's still early in the year and they, they still have tons of games to play. These games bite you back in the behind, you know, what I mean, when you're trying to do playoff seating. Uh, the Clippers defeated the Lakers in the Battle of Los Angeles. Um, this is another game where the the billing like they the the game lived up to the billing i thought the lakers playing the bucks i mean just fantastic i mean it, you know despite the fact that the bucks had a really large lead at one point uh this game also felt important and if we can get this as the western conference finals it will probably do incredible numbers what did you think about how Kawhi guarded lebron in this game Oh, I thought I thought Kawhi Leonard was exceptional. I mean, 
the proof's in the pudding. I mean, he's averaging 30, 34 points against the Lakers. You know, he's getting effective shots. He's not forcing anything. Um, playing defense, guarding who he needs to guard. Patrick Beverly was exceptional on the perimeter late, late on LeBron to make the key play to seal a victory. Um, and my my big question mark right now, obviously, you know, LeBron said he got needing to grow in earlier in the game, and that kind of dictated his performance. But I mean, you still went through the game like you know, you know, you can't take you can't throw jabs at load management or you know if you're really hurt, you know, what I mean, prior to. And you wanted to play in this game, like no one wants to hear those excuses. You either play, you either play now, or you play, or you play hurt. You know what I mean? Or you sit out. And these are the things that you know people are getting tired of hearing. You know what I mean? Like especially when you're playing against a team that you take jabs at and say that you know, like that first that that first seed record is okay, but you want those victories against these good teams because it's going to really matter down the line but not in the regular season like Kawhi dismissed. You know, I mean, Anthony Davis can only do so much. You don't want to do an overusage. I feel that the Lakers need one more player. Kyle Kuzma was great. They went away, they went away from him. Um, and also they need to they need to find a way to to put to put a game a full game together. And, and you know, even even Dwight Howard got out of got out of characteristic when he, you know, got physical with Montrezl and that was that was the point, the breaking point of you know the Lakers run and for the Clippers to get back. They were up 16 and blew that game. So I don't really want to hear any excuses about refs or anything of that nature. These are games that the Lakers need to win. And the Lakers are now 24 and seven. They've lost four in a row and may go forward for a few games without LeBron because he's going to be nursing that injured groin. Uh, we haven't we haven't gotten any word on that yet. Um, but I'm sure that we'll hear something in the next day or so. And uh, circling back to the Sixers bucks, uh, Trey, it seemed like Embiid kind of got into Giannis's head a little bit in, in this game, uh, frustrated him a little bit. Th- these two teams are probably going to see each other in the playoffs. How, how do you, how do you see this looking going forward? Uh, I want to get too crazy about it. I think it was a big victory for uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. They shot the bell, shot the ball really well. Excuse me, fifty-one um, percent from the three. Um, Embiid made an early impact early on in the game. You know, getting physical and you know making some key plays. Um, and it was just too much of a lead margin for the Bucks to chip away. Giannis early didn't play his best basketball. Um, was very frustrated and, and you know, kind of let let the players get the best of him. He was poked in the eye late in the fourth quarter, which caused him to go after Tony Brothers, which is very uncharacteristic on a national stage because he's normally calm and collective. Um, but it was definitely a frustration because things weren't going his way. And, you know, that was that was that was one of those, you know, things that you go back and look at things and see how you can fix it. And there's definitely room for improvement for the Bucks. You know, what I mean, after you know, dominating majority of the first quarter of the of the season so far, so um, definitely, definitely a chance for them to, you know, work on a few things, and then also the Sixers can bank off this and and create some type of win streak for them. I, I will say though, if you're the Bucks, you can't be too worried about the Sixers. Since they did shoot fifty one percent from three, they hit twenty one threes. I mean, it was a team record. Um, I, I wouldn't be too worried about that. 
maybe the bigger issue just being that they give up so many open threes, but you know, they made it to the conference finals last year with this strategy. So uh, I'm not too concerned. And the rest of the games in OKC, the Memphis Grizzlies, gosh, watch out for the Grizzlies defeat the thunder one ten to 97. The, uh, the last time that these, these two teams played in OKC, which was eight days ago, Memphis blew a 24 point lead. So they learned something. This is the fun thing about young teams. Uh, the thunder, uh, they had a four game win streak, which was snapped. This is the first Grizzlies win in Oklahoma city since November of 2012. Jonas Valanciunas leads the way for the Grizzlies with 21 points and four rebounds. Sharon Jackson, jr. With 20 points, four rebounds, four assists. De'Anthony Melton, 15 points off the bench. Chris Paul with 23 points, 11 assists, six rebounds. Shea Gildas Alexander with 21 points, three rebounds, three assists, and three steals. In Brooklyn, the Knicks beat the Nets. Oh, 94 to 82. This was actually, Trey, supposed to be the TNT game tonight. And they flexed it because the Knicks are the Knicks and the Nets don't have Kyrie or KD. And as it turns out, Trey, Brooklyn needs Kyrie. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah. Julius Randle had 33 points, eight rebounds in this game. Marcus Morris with 22 points and eight rebounds. Uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, 25 points, but he can't do it alone. The Nets shot 27% from the field. The Nets only made eight two-point field goals in this game. Uh, That is the fewest since 1950. When the Lakers and Pistons made eight total field goals in a game, uh, whoever told you shooting was a lost art. I don't know when they found it, but it definitely was not in 1950. Uh, Kenny Atkinson uh, reported on Kyrie Irving's recovery, uh, but there are no changes. They're sticking to the rehab program. And uh, Kenny Atkinson also adds that shoulders are tricky. Trey, at this point, he's been out since November 12th. Okay. So over six weeks, um, at what point do you think they just shut him down for the season? I mean, we're, we got to be approaching that at some point, right? Uh, no, they won't. They won't. But in the meantime, Spencer Dinwiddie has to continue to do what he does and the rest of the team has to get on board. I mean, they have tons of injuries. They just got Wilson Chandler back. Levert's out, you know, obviously Kyrie's out and they're continuing to do what they do. But, um, yeah, I mean, They'll find their way. I, I wouldn't get too worried about it um, unless, you know, something really drastically happens. They get another injury or something like that. But with Kyrie, I mean, you, you definitely want your long-term investment to be healthy, especially playing with Kevin Durant next season. So that's how that's how I look at it. It's no rush. In Detroit, the Pistons. Just the Wizards, one thirty-two to one hundred two, snapping a five-game losing streak uh, for for Washington. Davis Bertans, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas Bryant, and Rui Hachimura were all out. Uh, Luke Kennard's going to miss two weeks with knee soreness, but that's okay because the Pistons have Christian Wood, who they should totally blow the team up and build around. Twenty-two points and seven rebounds off the bench. Tim Frazier with seventeen points, six assists. Derrick Rose with fifteen. And six assists off the bench. Uh, Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond combined for 28 points and 21 rebounds together. Bradley Beal left the game with 15 points, uh, something with his leg, but that's okay because uh, Andres Andres Pasichnitz. Just go ahead and dub over that, Rob. 
17 points and six rebounds off the bench. Uh, and Jordan McRae with 15 off the bench for the wizards in Sacramento. We had a double overtime game. Uh, no one wanted to win this one, but the wolves finally did. Uh, thanks to a little known rule that you have to have a winner in every NBA game. So the wolves win one Oh five to one Oh four. It snapped an 11 game losing streak for the wolves. They haven't won a game. They hadn't won a game until November 27th. Gorgie Deng uh, led all scorers with 21 and also had 15 rebounds. Darren Fox left two minutes into the game with back spasms. He's going to be day to day. Marvin Bagley limped off the court with a potential left leg injury. Uh, just not a good night for, uh, for injuries. And uh, Andrew Wiggins with 18 points, 10 rebounds, Robert Covington with 19 points, eight rebounds Rashawn Holmes had 20 points and 18 rebounds in a one bright spot for Sacramento. Trey, it's now time for the lines of the night. Luca 24, 10 and eight and a win in the I 35 challenge. Julius Randle with 33 and eight. Damian Lillard with 34 points, eight assists, four rebounds, and Donovan Mitchell with 34 points, eight assists, and four rebounds. Who you got, Trey? I'm going with the new Jordan brand signee, Luka Doncic. Yeah, got to get a signature shoe. Got to have one. That's going to do it for today's show, folks. Don't forget about all the basketball shows across the Athletic Podcast Network. We still have your favorite shows like Back to Back, No Dunks, Tampering, and House of Strauss, plus over a dozen team-specific shows from some of your favorite athletic beat writers. Don't forget to follow on the app. So you get notifications every time a new episode comes up. And if you're not a member of the athletic, you're in luck. You can get all of our podcasts ad free plus amazing writing on all major sports for a super low price. Get 40% off your subscription today at theathletic.com slash dings. That's theathletic.com slash dings. You never know when these promos end. So go do it right now. Get yourself a late Christmas present. Thank you guys for waking up with us. Trey, do the honors. Ding, ding. Ding.